This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 196, submission O65. That's O65. Bingo! I got a bingo! Oh. No. No, Mike, you're missing 069. Oh. Nice. Tell me what the show is, Greg. Saved by the Bell, The College Years. Saved by the Bell, The College Years aired on NBC, because where else would this air? From May 22nd, 1993 to February 8th, 1994, for 19 episodes. Well, Mike, this has been something we've been waiting for for a long time. Yeah, and I, I admit it's partially my fault we didn't do it two weeks ago because uh, I was really under the weather. I had gone to the hospital earlier that day. But now, not to say the tables have turned, but we're, we're missing Chico this week. Yeah, but you know what? I guarantee you, Mike, this is going to be a very fun episode. This is going to be not quite as on par as when we did the Manimal Auto Man episode and we took our first trip to Zippers. Zippers? But this is going to be something that we've been waiting for for a long time because, you know, we, me and Chica, we discussed Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style last year when you were out. Yeah, so, when I was in the hospital, right? So it's, yes. so it's fitting that you're here with me to discuss the college years. Absolutely. I remember this well. This would have been, uh, I believe, my second year of college. Oh, so, so you, you, you yeah. could relate to this. As best as a overweight Ohio college student can relate to the antics of Southern California college students. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, Saved by the Bell of College Years is a spinoff of the original Saved by the Bell series, and it revolves around the college adventures of Zach Morris, A.C. Slater, and Samuel Screech Powers. Hey, uh, Greg? Yeah? Did you know Zach Morris is trash? Oh, yeah, he is trash. He's trash. And he continued being trash on this series, too. Oh, he definitely is. And they have their adventures at the fictitious California University. California University. How generic can we get? Yeah, and it's set near the city of San Francisco. So this is this is kind of like as close as we can get to Cal Berkeley without being sued. Cal Berkeley, maybe 
Stanford, but no, Stanford is too conservative for some of this antics that uh, Zach and company bring. Uh, well, it's a good thing that this wasn't at Stanford because, you know, if Zach Morris was around maybe like 10, 15 years later, him and Elizabeth Holmes would have been getting involved with some trashy things, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. I know what you mean. So this focused on Zach, Screech, and Slater. Correct. The, the girls really didn't play much of a role in this. They did somewhat. Yeah. Big honk and asterisk here. But they weren't like the leads, any of the leads, which is kind of disappointing, if you ask me. Well, they did get uh, Tiffany Amber Theason back after the pilot. Right. Um, But uh, still, that's still like a 3-1 majority in favor of the males. And I I don't know. I, I As much as I love Tiffany Amber Theason, don't get me wrong, love her. Oh, yeah. Uh, she did excellent Saved by the Bell. I know that at this point that Elizabeth Berkeley probably would have either been starting negotiations for or was filming a little show called Showgirls. A little movie. Just a little movie. It it showed that she was not a teenager any longer. She was well graduated from her Saved by the Bell years. But still, I I mean, at the very least, you could have gotten Lisa Turtle. I think she did a guest spot, didn't she? I guess we'll, we'll take a look. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll find out when we go through the episodes later. There's okay. not many of them. All right. We could go over some of the cast members, right? Oh, well, we already went over three of them. Well, four, because of Tiffany well, Amber. Technically four, yeah. We, we, we talked about uh, uh, Kelly, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have as uh, Leslie Burke and Tremco. Okay. Uh, what did she do? Oh, she was in an episode of Wings. Oh, hold on, Mike. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You're not going to believe this, Mike. I don't think I've told a single soul. Uh, tr- try me. Let, let's let's see. Okay, well, Mike, do you promise that you're going to keep this secret? Uh, th- this will not even make the final recording. Okay. I love Wings. Really? I, I, I never knew that. Yeah. And do you want to know another thing? Yeah. Did you know it made Tony Shalhoub's career? Son of a gun. I did not. No. Yeah. I, I, I really thought it made uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church's career, but no, apparently it made Tony Shalhoub's. It didn't make Tim Daly's career as much as, as great as Tim Daly is. I mean, he was the voice of Superman. Yeah, but. and also it did not make Crystal Bernard's career because clearly It's a oh, Living was Crystal Bernard's career. Oh, yeah. She was the Tony Shalhoub of It's a Living. <laughs> Is that really saying anything? But uh, now, getting back to uh, Dear Miss Tremco, this is really the only TV show that she uh, worked on on a regular basis. She did okay. a lot of guest uh, appearances besides this. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Besides her, we have starring as Alex Tabor, Kirsten Warren. And where do we know Kirsten Warren from? She was Nora Huntington on Desperate Housewives. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, And then, oh, I know this is one of the shows that's on our list. This might be the entire run of of, uh, episodes. 
But for seven episodes, she played Leanne Lancaster on, and this is a future installment because I added it, I believe, okay. Maximum Bob. Oh, that's pretty. This. Oh, I forgot. She was in Independence Day. She was in Independence Day. Uh, she also had a recurring role on Life Goes On. Oh, Life Goes On. Oh, that was a good show. Oh, yeah. You know what? Corky, he is the Tony Shalhoub of that show. Jeez. <laughs> Corky, I think he was the only thing on that show. It was Corky. Oh, yeah. And, it is Corky and nobody else. Corky and nobody else. Oh, that dog. And the dog. There you go. Corky and the dog. Right. And playing Mike Rogers. Oh, this my. is one that this I think is the only reason you guys didn't do that episode two weeks ago when I was out. Oh, you're right. Because this is a guy who either grew up in the town where I live and or still lives in the town where I live. He does live in the Cleveland area. We're talking about the one and only Bob Golick. That's right. The brother of Mike Golick. The brother of Mike Golick. He played NFL football for, oh gosh, probably at least 12 or 13 years. I think he got drafted in like 77 and he retired to 91. So that would be like 14, 15 seasons. Uh, he played for the Browns. He played for the Raiders. He's just like omnitalented. You know, oh. plays football. He does acting. And now he actually owns a restaurant oh. near the Cleveland Browns Stadium. And I got to go there one day, oh. if not just to say, hey, Mr. Golick, first, can you sign all these trading cards? But then also, hey, Mr. Golick, I have a podcast on TV shows. And guess what episode 196 was about? <laughs> Take a guess, Mr. Golick. <laughs> and he's going to say, huh? Eh? No, he actually, he does, I shouldn't say did, but I'm pretty sure he still does Sunday morning commentary for a local Browns TV show. Oh, And I'm not joking when I say this, like all the time, somebody on the show brings up Saved by the Bell, the college years. Oh, that's He just can't escape it. Oh, well, that's great. But yeah, but he's doing well. And like I said, he has a restaurant. I think it's about quarter mile away from the brown stadium it's right in downtown cleveland and one day if i get daring enough i might uh, have to make a trip over there okay yeah and also this is really the only major uh role that he had okay yeah editor's notes bob golick's restaurant is closed unfortunately but also bob golick does appear or will appear on the browns pregame shows for a local affiliate so next we have appearing only in the pilot actress Essence Atkins playing the character of Danielle Marks. Essence uh, Atkins. That's a name. Essence. Essence. Essence by Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. It could have been a fragrance by Calvin Klein. You never know. Who knows? So what did Essence by Calvin Klein starring besides the pilot episode of this. She was in an episode of the Waynes Brothers. Oh, she was on the show Smart Guy. Do you remember Smart Guy? I remember Smart Guy yeah, with, with the, the Maori's little brother. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. she was on that show. Oh, but also uh, she had an, a recurring role on... And if this is not on the list, it should be. And actually, we could do a whole episode on Byron Allen shows... She was on Mr. Box Office. <laughs> what the hell is Mr. Box Office? That, 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 that's a Byron Allen comedy. Let me look at this. 
Oh, Bill Bellamy and John Lovitz. Holy crap. Yes, let's put this on the list. Well, like I said, we could put it on, under all Byron Allen shows because, <laughs> because it wasn't just Mr. Box Office. <sighs> we, we could basically do like oh, a- anything. Hey, time out. Time out. Yeah. Tim Meadows was on this. And he he needed the money. It's okay. And Rick Fox. Oh, hey, we talked about him in the past. We talked about him on uh, the Cool Kids. Cool Kids. Vivica A. Fox. Well, again, she needed needed the money. Hey, hey, another Independence Day reference. Yeah. And Gary Busey. Oh, oh, and we're going to talk about Gary Busey at some point. We did actually talk about him in the year-end episode when we talked about Gary Busey's pet court. Okay. Pet justice. (laughs) Gary Busey's pet judge. Actual name of the show. And playing the, I guess, the object between Zach for Kelly's affections is Patrick Fabian playing the character of Professor Jeremiah Lasky. Yeah, he was, well, you know, it seems like every time somebody goes to college, they have a little goofy crush on one of the professors, and this was the lucky victim in this case? Yeah. Shrug shoulders here? It was 1993-94. Yeah, it's still creepy, though. It is still creepy. And where have we seen uh, Patrick Fabian? Uh, He's called Saul. Better 63 Call... episodes. Howard oh. Hamlin. Oh, okay. He's on Better Call Saul. He's on Better Call Saul. Absolutely. Okay. And he was on four episodes of Future Installment. Carol's second act. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I... Hey, hey, it gave Kyle McLaughlin some work. Well, uh, it, it sort of falls in the same territory as what we just talked about uh, regarding Tim Meadows and Vivica Fox. It gave them some work. Okay. They made honest money. Oh, but hey, last but not least, this is a legend we're talking about here. Playing Dean Susan McMahon. Say it, Mike. Holland Taylor. Oh, yeah. Do we really need to tell you what Holland Taylor is known for? If you don't know who she is, just stop. Just Quit listening to the podcast. Well, we'll we'll give you a little reprieve. But she's been in everything. Yeah. Two and a half men, primarily. She was in Baby Bob, 14 episodes. Oh, God. Future installment. Oh, God, I forgot they made. Oh, I I know you don't like it. I know it's that painful for you, but. You know what? uh You know what? Baby talk was better than that crap. Baby talk was better than that crap. You're absolutely right. It had Tony Danza. And you know what? Yo, my baby Don't talk say it. Don't say he it. He did not play a character named Tony. Oh, he didn't. I thought you were going to say that baby talk made Tony Danza's career. <laughs> Why oh, would I no. say that? Because it did. Didn't no, it? No. Taxi made Tony Danza's career. Oh, I, oh I, th- I thought the Tony Danza show made Tony Danza's career. Well, you know oh, what, uh, Mike? Yeah. We all know that Tony Danza on Who's the Boss was the boss, right? I think so, yeah. Although, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I think maybe Mona was the boss. 
really Mona was the boss. If you really truly think about it. Yeah. Because Catherine Hellman. Yeah, because if you ever saw Catherine Hellman on soap, you didn't screw with her on soap. No. Oh, gosh, no. She was the boss of everything. Uh, and also, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say that Holland Taylor was on Bosom Buddies. That is true. She was on Bosom Buddies. Yeah, that, that was one of her earlier roles. So, yeah, definitely uh, not just a known quantity in the industry, but has a very diverse background. Yes. All right. So we went through the cast. All right. So you want to get through these episodes? Let's plow right through them. And we're going to start with the pilot, which aired on May 22nd of 1993. It was actually aired immediately after the finale of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, but it was like a preview episode as to, hey, kids, guess what's coming this fall on NBC in prime time? It's your favorites from Saved by the Bell, minus a couple of people. But yeah, this aired like right after they graduated from Bayside, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the pilot just simply says, Zach Slater and Screech start school at Cal U, where they find the adjustment to college life is harder than they expected. Well, welcome to real life, kids. Yeah. This isn't your pansy-ass Bayside High School. No, this is Cal U. This is higher education, guys. Yeah, you, you can't be like goofing around when Mr. Belding comes into the room. Yeah, there's none of this good morning, Miss Bliss crap anymore. You're now adults. You're now adults, guys. Yeah. All right. So then uh, we skip all the way to September 14th of 1993. That's when we actually have kind of the series premiere. That Obviously, the pilots, yeah, must have done well with audiences uh, after the graduation. So now we have the full-fledged series. Or maybe we would have the full-fledged series to begin with. Who knows? But uh, the point is, hey, episode one or uh, episode, yeah, we'll call it, yeah, episode one. Episode one, guess who's coming to college? Zach's pursuit of his sweet mate, Lizzie, is complicated by the arrival of a new transfer student. And guess who the new transfer student is, Greg? Who? One Kelly Kapowski. Dun, dun, dun. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's right. You said it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, I love hearing you, Susan. Yeah. Yeah. So already Zach Morris is trash because, well, now Zach's got to either dump Kelly or dump Leslie. And that is such a Zach Morris thing to do. You're playing around with two females. And if one of them finds out, well, you're going to be hated by both of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's our Zach. Oh, hey, the next episode aired right after this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, this must have been a, a one-hour premiere. But the name of this episode, Zach Lies in Videotape. Oh, my God. I, I'm just very glad it doesn't say Zach Sex Lies in Videotape. I, I'm glad there's no sex in there. So Zach gets an anthropology assignment to die for by the new anthropology professor, Lasky, who we talked about earlier. Conduct a field study of women's wants. I can hear Susan warming up already. Meanwhile, Slater tries to gain weight to be a heavyweight wrestler, while Rogers offers to help Screech as his personal weightlifting trainer. Oh, that's nice. Well, well Bob Golick is that type of person. 
we don't have total coming from this area. He was raised by good parents. You, you see how uh, he's yeah he has this restaurant and he's a very personable guy and he's got that Notre Dame education. Yeah, he he's not gonna no. He's very charitable, very religious. He went to. Uh, St. Joseph High School here in Cleveland. He went to a parochial school for heaven's sake. Yeah. So he, he's got a good background. He's got to help Screech get into shape. You know, Scre- you know, Screech is like not not as fit. So he's got to get him, you know, muscly and get him ready to wrestle and fight. Or, or just look less like the geek he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he, 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 he needs to he, attract the ladies. He, yeah, I mean, he's not like 14 anymore. He's not a pipsqueak. He's now a college guy. He wants to be cool, even though we all know he's not cool at all. No. So, yeah, he he, he tried. Aw, oh, so sorry about that, Screech. All right. Not necessarily a known quantity, let's say, but we do have one name that has had a uh, varied past. Uh, in this episode, playing... <laughs> woman number four. Woman. So that tells you how important of a role she has. Woman number four. Number four. Number four is Jenny Cooper. And the reason I bring her name up is one, she played Valerie Harris on four episodes of 24. Okay. Hey, hey, Greg. Yeah. How do you feel about Charles Logan? Oh, he's the worst. Good. Okay. Just wanted to do our uh, like weekly Charles Logan uh, check. All right. But also, she played a character named Sarah Pearson. And this is a show, I don't remember watching it much because I would have been in my late 20s at the time. She was in Strange Days at Blake Holsey High. What Do you remember that? It was on NBC? No. You don't remember Strange Days at Blake Holsey High? I okay. don't remember this. I, I, I thought that would be a little more familiar to you. I'm sorry. Well, with that, since that went over like a lead balloon, <laughs> let's go. Well, yeah, some of them work, some of them don't. I really no. thought that you would have known that. But we'll go to episode three. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Rush week. Oh, no, this is terrible. Zach and Slade are worried that Screech might ruin their efforts to join a fraternity. I guess that weightlift thing that Bob Golick did did not help. No, but also at the same time, thing heavens is not a week of them watching the Rush Limbaugh TV show. Hey, that would have been new in 1993. So yeah, you could have, you could have had cross promotion, however bad it was in that episode. All right, episode five, Slater's War. Slater's involvement with a student activist leads him to embrace his Hispanic heritage. Well, that's good. Oh, that's you, nice. It, absolutely, you got to have some pride for your heritage. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I bet it was more tasteful. And then the episode of Saved by the Bell where Zach tried to embrace his Native American heritage. Oh no, don't don't bring that up. No, that th- that's so offensive in so many ways, but also oh. it again resonates the fact that Zach Morris is trash. It does resonate that Zach Morris is trash, especially when he dressed Screech like a Native American. Well, that's just all around bad taste, and it's even worse. Almost 30 years later. Oh, yeah. uh, and we said that was episode five. We're including the pilot in that. So yeah. so it's regular episode four. Uh, episode five, you include the pilot. And then, hey, we get to October now. Yeah. And what happens every October at most high schools and most colleges? Oh, homecoming. Homecoming. And that's what this is called, the homecoming. 
Zach is invited to a homecoming banquet by the guest of honor, a football hero who could help him score in some business, while Kelly is threatened with come-ons by the alumni. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we got an uh-oh and a woo. Uh, we, we have a combo platter there are sound effects. Meanwhile, Slater feels embarrassed being with Alex, who shows off her mascot uniform at the banquet, and Leslie asks Screech to go with her to shock her visiting snobbish parents. Oh, my God. I think that's where the uh-oh goes. That doesn't seem like it's going to end too well. Uh-oh. But yeah, uh-oh. But hey, we have some guests here. Okay. First is, as Mr. Burke, and that would be Leslie's dad, was Edward Winter. And he's had a very diverse past. He played Bud Coleman on, and I know this is a future installment, the TV version of 9 to 5. Oh, 9 to 5. So he was in the Dabney Coleman role. Sounds like it, yes. Yeah. And he also played uh, Colonel Flag on MASH, uh, primarily in the early part of the run, 74, 75, 76, but one episode in 79. And he also played Congressman Walter McCallum on five episodes the first season of Soap. Oh. So there's a second Soap reference thus far. We've had two Independence Day references and two Soap references. Yeah. Uh, but a bigger one besides uh, Mr. Burke playing Mrs. Burke. Greg, you might need to be sitting for this. Okay, what is it? Mrs. Alan Thick, Gloria Loring. Oh, that's amazing. Who does not know Gloria Loring? Oh, my God. Yeah. T- Talking mo- about multi talented. Not only multi talented, but also she's the mother of Robin. She's the mother of Robin. That's absolutely true. So we're going to go on to episode six of the regular one, seven if you're counting the pilot, the poker game. Zach Slater and Screech try to set Rogers up on a date with a lit female professor. They actually use the word lit here? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Lit in 1993. In 1993, lit was not lit. So still, they they tried uh, getting Rogers on a date with a lit female professor to get him out of the dorm so they can have a poker game. Maybe they mean a literature professor. Maybe it's not lit. Well, we'll take a look at who the professor was and we'll judge for ourselves. Yeah, it's a literature. I think it's a literature. Meanwhile, Kelly, Leslie, and Alex develop a crush on their new karate instructor, John Hammer, and vie with each other to try to win his affections. <laughs> Boy, does this not sound like every other episode of Saved by the Bell, the high school years. Slater <laughs> versus Zach fighting over, over a girl. Now the girls are fighting over a guy. A guy named John Hammer. Hey, Mike. Yeah? Mike, do you think John Hammer has ever been to Zippers? Zippers? Oh, I don't think so. Greg here in post. One guest star that we didn't note in the upcoming guest star list that Mike's about to mention is the aforementioned John Hammer was played by Dan Clark, who you would best know as Nitro from American Gladiators. That's right. John Hammer was played by Nitro from American Gladiators. And if you ask me, that is just friggin' awesome. Okay, 
Now let's go to Mike for the rest of the guest stories in this episode. But, oh, hey, we've got guests galore here. All right? All right. We'll start with Tony in this episode. Tony. Name Tony, David DeLuise. So that's Dom's son? That, that's Dom's son. And his brother was Peter DeLuise, who you might remember from 21 Jump Street. And also, he portrayed a character named Bug on 46 episodes of Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, Third Rock from the Sun. But still, his family is kind of, sort of, acting royalty. I mean, at least his dad was, but at least it's carried on to to David and uh, to Peter DeLuise. Yes. Also, playing Judith Trudell on this episode is Nancy Stafford. Not Susan Stafford, Nancy Stafford. Nancy, what would we know Nancy Stafford from? Matlock? Matlock! 109 episodes of Matlock. She played Joan Halloran on 30 episodes of St. Elsewhere. Oh. By no means is she an, a total unknown. Uh, no. But also, Greg, what? I gotta do it. I gotta do it. What? Don't stop me. Oh, what is it? She was on two weeks of Mask Game Hollywood Squares Hour. That's right, she was. She was, yeah. That's right. Uh, she and, would have been on the St. Elsewhere week, wouldn't she? That's what I was just going to say. Is she was on the St. Elsewhere week, yes. Oh, And, and one other one, yes. Oh, Do you want me to, again, express my disgust that they did not have Howie do the glove trick once that week? I, but, hey, we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit because before we did the show, Greg pulled up a video, showed me a video of Howie Mandel on Friday Night Videos. Uh, teaching Ted Danson how to blow up the latex glove. Oh, it was great. It was it was something. Yes, and Ted Danson was like all scared. Do I, do I want to ruin my hair? I'll put it on you, little puss. But uh, getting back to the uh, the show. Hey, this is actually uh, this is definitely a known entity, and we're going to bring up her name once more. She was on two episodes, but playing Clara Mead is Mindy Sterling. Oh, Mindy Sterling. And really, if you don't know who Mindy Sterling is, go get Austin Powers. Get the first Austin Powers. Yeah. Go I mean, watch- seriously, that, that, that's all you need to do. Look for her in Austin Powers, and you'll be like, oh, it's Frau. It's Frau Farbissina. Yeah. Yeah. And she's done so much more than that. Yeah. Oh, my. Where should we start? Currently, an occasional character on the Goldbergs. She's done some voices on American Dad as of late. Oh, she's done a lot, especially in the last uh, like twenty years or so. She's been on Blackish. Uh, the list goes on and on. All right. Next up, Professor Zach. Oh no! Oh, Who no. would let him in charge of a classroom? Hold on. Oh no. While the girls put together a male pinup calendar in order to buy a big screen TV, Zach poses as Lasky in order to date an admirer of the professor's. I, this is. Have we mentioned Zach Morris's trash? He is. I mean, trash. let's just get that out of the way. This this is true trash. If this was real life, he'd be expelled from the college for doing crap like this. Oh, he would be more than expelled from college. Jeez. Zach Moore, he'll never learn. He'll never learn. 
And Mike, but, his guy becomes yeah. governor of California. He does. He does. I know. And it, oh, now this one. Okay. I, I think this is very fitting for what he's been through in the regular series. Oh. Uh, the next episode, episode eight, uh, nine, if you include the pilot, is Screech Love. Oh. Zach gets Screech to tutor a tennis star he is dating, only to find an attraction developing between the two of them. Aw. Aw. And this causes conflict between Zach and Screech. Well, for Go what? figure. Wait, oh. are you... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, Greg. What? A woman came between Zach Morris and either Slater or Screech. Have we heard this before? This, this sounds familiar. Hmm. This is again. This is like every other episode of the original series. So in the past, Screech was aiding Zach. Now it looks like Zach and Screech are coming to uh, to blows here over a woman. But well. hey, we we do have a a name here. Oh, and, and yeah, and uh, he actually played a janitor and was uncredited in this episode. An actor by the name of Eddie Cyprian. Oh, you've heard, heard of him? him? Good, yeah. Uh, he was on Young and the Restless. Uh, oh, future installment Baywatch Nights. Yeah, I remember him from Baywatch Nights. Uh, he was on Sunset Beach. Sunset Cold Day Beach. Chanel. Yeah, Cold Day Chanel for 497 episodes. Oh. Remember Sunset Beach? That was uh, an ABC soap opera back in the late 90s. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's not that long ago, but they, they did have soap operas back in the day. So, yeah, definitely maybe not the biggest name, but again, a known entity in our uh, little world. Okay. Oh, episode nine. Dr. Kelly. Oh, no. I hope Kelly's not playing doctor with Screech or anything like that. Kelly's well-paying job as a waitress has her reconsidering her thoughts of becoming a doctor. Good luck with that. I'm curious as to what establishment Kelly is waitressing at. I'm very curious about that, too, because, yeah, generally waitresses don't earn that much money. But she's like, huh, I could be a doctor or I could be a waitress. I really don't think there's a lot of thought necessary in that decision. But apparently there is. Hey, next up. Oh, look at this. The date of this is November 23rd of 1993. Guess what? Yeah. Two days later is Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving story. Oh, oh! I, I hope there's a leg lamp, and I, I hope it's for Gile. After car trouble strands him at the college. Oh, no, there's no leg lamp here. The gang helps Mike, Leslie, and Screech prepare Thanksgiving dinner for a group of inner city kids. Oh, well, that's heartwarming. That's heartwarming. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's good. So they do actually have a bit of a heart. Well, we know that Bob Golick does. But and Screech, I'm sure does. Uh, yeah. No, notice we didn't say Zach, and notice we didn't say Slater. Not that Slater's as trashy no. as Zach. No, I'm sure but, Zach had some schemes during this Thanksgiving dinner. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a feel-good episode for Thanksgiving. I yeah. like it. Oh, I do too. And uh, the person who directed this episode, all right, is Jeff Melman. Yeah, I think he's directed all the episodes of this series. I just noticed this uh, for some reason it stood out, but hey, where do I know Jeff Millman from? What? Guess what else he directed? Let me guess. Caesar's Challenge. 
No, Caesar's Challenge. Why would you jump to Caesar's Challenge? I don't know because it was on NBC in 1983. Well, uh, uh, the other show I'm thinking about was NBC too, but it was a little bit earlier. Okay, Night Court. Oh yeah, yeah. He he uh, did a lot of episodes of Night Court uh, up until about 1989. Uh, interestingly enough, when the show started getting a little meh. Yeah. Yeah, well, we talked about it uh, last year, and it lasted one season too long. And, well, that show definitely did. Okay. We do have, oh, Uh-oh. we actually have a number of guests. I'm not even kidding, Greg. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. How many guests do we have here that are, are known? Would you believe six? Six? six. I'm not kidding. Okay. Six. Six guest stories. We're, we're going to just, like, go down the list here. Okay. Starring as himself. And actually, uh, most of these are as themselves. There's one who's actually a character. Marv Albert. Yes. Yes. And it counts. I hope he wasn't biting somebody. Oh, gee. That, that, that's like four years later. No. I hope he wasn't biting him. Oh, uh, well, buddy. you know what? I, I don't want to be that mean to Marv. He did just retire. And he want- did just retire, and, and he did so many great segments on Letterman. And also, NBA and NBC going on this time with uh, Fratello. Although, I think Fratello would have been on with the Cavs at this point. In 93, 94, yeah, he would have... It would have been probably his first season, 93, 94. Maybe it was 94, 95 when the Cavs moved down to Gund Arena. This may have been Lenny Wilkins' final season, but I can guarantee you... He was with the Cavs in like 95, 96, 97, uh, even 94. So, yeah, I don't think this was the Fratello years just yet. I think he may have either still been with the Hawks or maybe he took a brief respite from uh, coaching. But, again, he's not even the first person on this list uh, of people playing themselves. Let's throw out some more names. Jonathan Brandis. Oh, yeah. He would have been on Sequest at this time. He would have been. And uh, this guy would have been on 90210, Brian Austin Green. Oh, yeah. I remember when he cameoed on college years on this episode. Yeah. And then fourth name, another big name, played Blossom at this time. Again, this is on NBC at this time. Jennifer Noy. Oh, six. Six. Yeah. Oh, we oh. love six. Oh, six. Yeah. And the last person playing themselves. Hey, how about another Night Court reference as if we haven't had enough this episode? Marsha Warfield. Oh, yeah. Oh so you had five people doing cameos as themselves in this episode. And we haven't even gotten to the biggest name yet, I don't Who, think. Who's the biggest name? As Mr. Belding, Dennis Haskins. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so happy Belding was in this episode. Oh, uh, well, and I think Belding was in more episodes besides this. But uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Building and five legitimate cameo appearances. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm now very curious what was going on that they had five. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to make a a a a theory here. Okay. You know what I think was happening, Greg? What? I bet you all five of them were helping out, giving uh, the Thanksgiving dinner to those inner city kids. Oh yeah. They're probably working the uh, the 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 lunch line or what have you. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so good. That's like I said, the feel good story right before Thanksgiving. I love it. Yeah. And Mr. Belding wanted to escape the new class for a bit. 
So, can you blame him? Can you blame him? Can you blame him? All right. Oh, the, the next episode. I, I looked at the name and it made me think immediately of a Married with Children episode that had a similar name. Oh. Married with Children had an episode called Teacher Pets. And this one's called Teacher's Pet. Oh. Oh, Teacher Pets, by the way, Married with Children. One of the funniest episodes. Maybe the best ending. The last minute or two of that episode. Best of the series. Just saying that right now. Okay. And uh, Teacher's Pet. Well, guess what? Somebody's a teacher's pet. While Screech hides a lab monkey. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is a different type of teacher's pet. While Screech hides a lab monkey destined for the zoo, Zach discovers Kelly's crush on Professor Lasky. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh, indeed. Well, mm -mm -mm. there goes uh, the relationship between Zach and Kelly because she's got a crush on a professor. No real known entities in this episode. So we're going to just go to the next episode, regular season episode 12. Kelly and the professor. Uh oh, Kelly and the professor. I'm sorry. That's an O right there. You can't even do it now. You're out of uh-ohs. No, Susan, go ahead. Yeah, do uh -oh. it, Susan. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jealous Zach strikes back at Kelly and Professor Lasky with a vengeance by spreading the word about their May-December affair, which climaxes. Do you have to use the word climax in this situation talking about a <laughs> That affair. is a terrible choice of words. That's a horrible choice of words. Uh, so uh, the, the May-December affair, which climaxes at a costume ball. Me <laughs> There's a joke in there about costume balls and climaxing, but I'm not touching it. Meanwhile, Rogers gives the rest of the gang papers to fill out on a perfect mate profile for a psychology project, and Screech ends up getting the same mark as Alex. Ooh. Ooh! Yeah. And, and really, there's nobody special in this episode. No, okay. no guest stars. But yeah, you can sort of uh, get the idea between uh, the teacher's pet thing and then Kelly and the professor. We sort of see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't think it's going to end well. Oh, look at this. Look at the title of this next episode. A question of ethics. Okay. Does that not fit with Kelly and the professor? A yes. question of ethics. Should Kelly be with Professor uh, Lasky? No, that's kind of disgusting. Yeah, the, the, yeah. There, there's no ethics there. After a new professor takes over their ethics class, the gang face a dilemma when Zach gets his hands on a copy of the midterm. And, uh, oh, and what is Zach going to do? Is he going to copy the midterm or is he going to be a good uh, person? Oh, we know what's going to happen. You know, it's Zach Morris. He's trash. Uh, but again, oh, we got names. Okay. We, now, we don't have six. But we have three. First, Mindy Sterling is back. This is the episode where her and Bob Golick were in the, the diner. We talked about it. Not the diner, but the restaurant. Yeah. You remember we talked about that a couple weeks ago? Yes, we did. The, this is the episode where they were on the screen at the same time. Oh. Because Mindy Sterling is a waitress at, uh, I believe, I'm going to assume it's the same restaurant that Kelly works at. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. But we have two other people Big names, uh, at least one of them. The second one we've talked about in the past, maybe not a big name, but again, uh, somebody I recognize playing the professor that uh, took over that ethics class, Dr. Arthur Hemmings. Yeah. 
Robert Guillaume. Oh, Robert Guillaume. Robert Guillaume. And yeah, seriously, if we need to tell you who Robert Guillaume is, yeah, we don't have to tell you, but we'll just tell you really fast. Soap Benson. Sports Night. Sports Night. Yeah, I forgot about Sports Night. And, and, and Rafiki in The Lion King. Oh, Rafiki in The Lion King. Oh. So needless to say, a legend. Oh. An absolute legend. Yeah, he was. Uh, but also, we have playing Marlene in this episode. And again, this is a name that's familiar to me because she was on many episodes of Married with Children. Mary Pat Green. Oh. And if you don't know who she is, she was like one of the regulars to the uh, shoe store. Okay. Yeah, one of the people that Al did not care for. Oh. Yeah. Uh, says she was only on six episodes, which I find hard to believe because it seems like she was on more. Oh, the next episode, Mike. The Rave. Oh, no. With oh, Mike- I remember. I, I We'll talk about some of these episodes where we saw them. I saw this episode. Actually, I saw like most of the last uh, half of episodes uh, in the episode guide within like the last six months because it's popped up on a couple of stations. But yeah, the rave with Mike gone in the need of money for a trip to Cancun. Zach and the gang stage a rave in the dorm. Uh, I this is this this, is not going to end well. This is a Zach Morris scheme. Absolutely. And this is uh, actually the first appearance of Holland Taylor as the Dean. Oh, okay. But, well, if you see the Dean, you know it didn't go too well. No, it didn't. Zach. But, yeah, it it went as bad as you probably could imagine, Greg. And then next, oh, my God. Bedside Manor. Bedside Manor, yeah. With Kelly still pining over Professor Lasky, Zach tries finding ways of getting her attention. And yeah, now it's getting like really, really super thick. The the tension between Kelly and Zach, because she's just absolutely head over heels in love with Professor Lasky. Well, this can't end well. We'll see where it ends later. And then episode 16, 17, if you include the pilot, Love and Death. The death of a popular professor leads Zach to adopt a new attitude towards life, one filled with risks. Oh, risk. well, Greg, YOLO. Yeah. yeah. YOLO, you only live once. Yeah. You only and live actually, once. among the things he did, yeah, yeah, and this is definitely a risk, he went skydiving. Oh, of course you go skydiving. It's 1994. It's 1994, and it's very risky, Yeah. Yeah, if he really wanted to take a risk, he'd uh, go after Professor Lasky and see why he stole his girl. Just saying. Oh, and speaking of, uh, the next episode, Marry Me. Oh. Yeah, I think we know what's going to happen. When Zach finds that Kelly is planning to go on a three-month cruise abroad for the summer, he desperately tries to cling on to her. He tries to make Screech drop out of traveling on the trip so he can take his place. But Zach eventually makes a big choice to hold on to Kelly. He asks her to marry him. Meanwhile, Slater feels guilty when he sees another girl behind Alex's back since she shares the same interests as he, while Leslie finds out and tries to make him come clean with Alex about his dissatisfaction with their romance. 
so we have one person making a, a play and it seems like one person is, is losing out. Oh, but we do have a name on this episode oh. playing Christy. Christy. Who's Christy? Christy is Amy Dolan's. Is that any relation to Vicky Dolan's? Of course it is. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But in addition to being Mickey Dolan's daughter, she played Sloan Peterson on 13 episodes of the TV version of Ferris Bueller. Oh, the 1990 Ferris Bueller TV yeah. series with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she played Sloan. Oh, so she would have been in the Mia Sarah role. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm putting that on the schedule for next year. Oh, oh! I didn't know it's not on the schedule already. I'm going to put it on the schedule. And the final episode, which aired the same night, again, presumably in an hour block, to close out the season and the series, on February 8th of 1994, is called Wedding Plans. Boy, I wonder what this is about. Oh, look who came back. Now we got Lisa Turtle back. Oh. So the only person that we're missing is uh is elizabeth berkeley oh yeah so well, yeah they got yeah lark lisa Voorhees Tur- back yeah they got lark Voorhees back lisa turtle arrives and wants to be the maid of honor at kelly and zach's coming wedding as do leslie and alex meanwhile zach and kelly discuss their future as they confront the possibilities of marriage while slater is against zach's marriage plans while screech wants to be zach's best man and throws a bachelor party which goes wrong uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I think we all saw that coming. Screech doing a bachelor party that that can't end well. No one wants to see Screech at a bachelor party. Nobody. Mm, we we want to see him leave the bachelor party, but I don't know if we want to see him at the bachelor party. No. And we mentioned Lark Voorhees uh, reprising her role as Lisa Turtle. So that's it. That's 19 episodes, the entire run of Say by the Bell, the college years. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier in the episode that this has aired recently on some networks. Uh, and this has been within the last year. And even recently, within the last like month or so, I've seen it pop up on some schedules. You can find it on E every now and then. Doesn't rerun as often as uh, the old school Say by the Bell, but it still shows up every now and then. But also, you can see it occasionally on IFC. Ah. I did not know IFC aired Saved by the Bell. Oh, IFC airs all sorts of stuff. Uh, They air Third Rock from the Sun. Hey, there's the second reference to that this episode. And they air Scrubs. And they they air Three's a Crowd. What? What? I didn't know they started to air Three's a Crowd. Apparently, they got the rights to Three's Company and Three's a Crowd, and it says that since this year, they've been airing Three's a Crowd. Oh. I'm going to have to take a look on my uh, guide to see uh, where it's airing. It may be airing on the IFC channel on Pluto TV. Okay. Because it says the series is offered streaming in the U.S. as of July 2021 on Pluto TV. Okay. So that may be the right answer to that. But I know definitely for sure. Say by the Bell, the college years has been on IFC in the recent past. Okay. So you, you could definitely see it. It's it's not terribly hard to find. But also, if you can't find them on those stations, Greg, where else can they find them? You can watch. 
<laughs> you could watch all 19 episodes streaming on Peacock. There you go. Yeah. But I want to note, now, the series drew a 7.8 rating with a 12 share, and it ranked 88th out of 118 shows in the 1993-94 ratings. Do you want to know what the competition was for Saved by the Bell, the college years? <laughs> well, it was Tuesday night. Yes. At, at 8 o'clock, I believe. Yeah. So that tells me it wasn't Roseanne, was it? No. You know what was up against on ABC? What was it? Full House. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. And, and then what did it air against on CBS? I could only imagine. The first half of Rescue 911. Oh, well, there's why you lost. Yeah, both shows were ranked in the Nielsen Top 30 in 93-94. Yeah, they're, they're classic shows. Uh, Full House for reasons you know we all know about. And Rescue 911 because it had Shatner. Yeah. So it's yeah. like as good as Zach Morse is. I mean, come on. Danny Tanner and Shatner. Let's be honest. You, you, you can't beat Danny Tanner and Shatner. Nope. Nope. Well, that explains a whole heck of a lot. But I got good news, Mike. Oh, okay. To get closure on this show, to wrap up the series, the following year, they had a finale movie, Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas. And you know what? We are going to cover that TV movie eventually on this podcast. Absolutely, we are. I know it's on the list. And best of all, the ending of Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas, was referenced in the new series of Saved by the Bell and Peacock with an amazing twist, which I'm not going to reveal on this podcast, Mike. I hope you've watched the new series. I hope you watch it because... Uh, I don't have a Peacock subscription, sorry. Uh, well, it's free, Peacock. Oh, I thought you had to uh, to, to get the exclusive I'm not, shows. The, I'm not new- sure if it's Peacock Premium. I, I'm not sure, but I don't know if it's uh, streaming if you have a paid or a free. I have a paid subscription, so. Okay, I, I have the app. I don't have a paid subscription, though. So. Okay, so might have to check. But, yeah, there's a great twist, as I mentioned, I think in past episodes, in season one of the new Saved by the Bell, which references one of the last scenes in wedding in Las Vegas, which I will not spoil. And I will swear, Mike, you will love it. You'll absolutely love how they referenced the wedding in Las Vegas movie in the show. I can only imagine. Uh, I'm going to have to see if it's on Peacock, uh, the the free version. Oh, you can watch season one, episode one for free. Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah, there's three free episodes for season one but you gotta, on the Peacock app for those of us who don't have a paid subscription. So you can actually see that. Okay. That's good. Oh, no. Oh, great. So I've got something else I need to put on my watch list this weekend. Good thing I have a nice long weekend because oh. of Labor Day. Oh, unfortunately, that twist isn't like till later in the season. But you know what? At least you can start watching it, so... And maybe if I like it enough, I can pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Sure, why not? Why not? There's worse things you've spent money on. Hey, Mike. <laughs> just like you, there's worse things we've spent money on. Hey, Mike. Oh, no. Speaking of things we spent money on. Oh, no. You know what it's time for? 
Oh, gosh. Am I doing clock game? Yes, we are. We're doing eBay prices right here. We go. All right, Mike, you're bidding on. Are you ready for this? Uh Uh-huh. A dual autograph 2019 Panini Gold Standard dual auto, number to 10, of Bob Golick and Mike Golick. Oh. And do you want me to share the card with you? Let's take a look at it. Let's, yeah. Okay, I'm going to send it to you in the Facebook chat. Oh, now that's cool. Oh. Yeah, it's numbered uh, three out of 10, I believe. Oh, look at that yes. beautiful autograph. Oh, this is a card that anyone should have. Oh, I would love to have that card. Oh, my God. That's glorious. Oh. All right. I, I, I got my bid ready. Okay, here we go. All right, so the clock will start when you give me your first bid. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes, go. $30,000. Lower. $100. Lower. $50. Lower. $20? Higher. $25? Higher. 30? Higher. 35? Higher. 40? Higher. 45? Higher. 49.99. Got it. I figured it was 49.99 if it was higher than 40 and less than 50. That honestly, I would pay 49.99 for that. Th- that gold standard card a box of that is ridiculously expensive, and if I'd rather just pay fifty dollars to get that card. Hey, you could make an offer on it, Mike. Well, hey, you know what I'm going to do right now? What? I'm going to make an offer on that card. You're going to make an offer. I'm going to make an offer on that card, okay. and I think what we'll have to do is next week give everybody an update. Did I get that Bob Golick card? All right, I'm going to send you I'm going to copy the link to you. So we're going to find out did Mike get the card? Did Mike get the card? Oh, and I hope the answer is yes because that is such a beautiful card. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And again, as I said, they're from the town I live in. Mike doesn't visit that often because obviously he has the big ESPN job now. Bob he lives in the area. He went to school in the area. He lives in the town still. So, yeah, if I if I can't get it to his restaurant to uh, get an autograph, this is like the second best thing. Yeah. Uh, well, saved by the bell, the college years. Our favorite gang, all grown up, but unfortunately against Danny Tanner, the Olsen twins, and the Shat. In 1993 and 1994, it was just another thing on TV. Oh, but what a thing on TV it was. It was. And it gave us Bob Golick. And it gave us Bob Golick, absolutely. Yes. Uh, So, as always, you can go to our website, itwasathingontv.com. You can go and stream all 195 episodes previous to this and of course you can always go to our youtube page you can like comment and subscribe to all of our episodes on youtube you just have to hit that little bell ding 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 
to find out when our new episodes are coming up. And Mike, can you believe we're only two weeks away to 200? We are so close. And uh, one thing I asked Greg and Chico to do a couple of weeks ago, leading up to episode 200, is I wanted them to give me a list of their 10 favorite episodes thus far. And I did a list as well. And interestingly enough, no episode was on all three lists. We'll share those lists in the upcoming uh, couple of weeks, but uh, it's a very diverse list. Uh, Chico and I matched on two episodes. Greg and I matched on two episodes. But interestingly, Chico and Greg had no matches. No. I'm going to give you an update. I've already put an offer in for $30 that was automatically declined. I upped it to $35. Let's see where that gets me. Okay. So again, we'll, we'll update that next week when I may have a uh, dual Golic signed card in my collection. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Absolutely. But hey, speaking of next week. Oh my gosh. Well, th- th- there's one episode that we were looking at doing earlier this year. And I think with all the hubbub surrounding uh, this show's host search, uh, we pushed it off. But now that we, I think we have a little clarity, we uh, are going to tackle this episode. I think we all know what the topic is, but you don't know what specifically we're talking about. But then also next week, the new fall season's coming up. It's like literally right around the corner. And every year, the networks, they do some sort of campaign. And we talked last week about the Saturday morning uh, special on CBS uh, with all the wrestlers and with Patti LaBelle and Pee Wee Herman. They they do preview episodes like that, but also they do whole campaigns like that uh, regarding the primetime season. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about some of those campaigns. Yes. And that brings us to 198. And then week after that, we're going to hit 200 and not spoiling anything for 200. But this is a show I think all three of us have eagerly been waiting for. Oh, it's a star-studded 200th episode. And the thing is, every 100 episodes, I think, is going to be like a landmark show. We know we did Match Game Hollywood Squares revisited for 100. 200 is going to be a big one. Not going to mention what it is. But we've already booked ahead for 300. Oh, we've already planned for 300. So so we're like a year away from that, and we're ready to talk about 300. So you can't say we're not prepared. But we're not going to talk about that next week. We're not going to talk about 200 or 300. We're going to talk 197 and 198. And uh, we'll talk about those episodes next week right here on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Your brother was great on Saved by the Bell. Yes. Saved by the Bell, the college years. The college years. Yes. Did you you enjoy watching him on the college years? I I had to watch that, yes. Yes. What? Well, what's interesting is his name was my name on it. Yeah. It was Mike Rogers, and, you know, I'm his brother, Mike, so, oh, I love watching it. Are you kidding me? He was great. Yeah. He was a good actor. Has he done any more acting since I was? He's done other acting now. He's back in Cleveland. He does news radio now. He loves news radio, so... You know, with the with the campaign that with the presidential things going on now, he's in his world. Did he like doing the college years? Because that was oh, an iconic it. show. Oh, he loved it. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those where, at some point, you start to do something after you're done playing so much that people start knowing you more for that, instead of saying, "Oh, you're there's the 
there's a former Cleveland Brown and Raider and Patriot <laughs> yeah. and said, it's a guy from Saved by the Bell of College here. But know? he was a good actor. Did no, he take no. a lot of acting classes? No. Like, or did, he, or did you know no. that he wanted to get into acting? No, he never took any acting classes. He just naturally has a great person. So how'd that come about? How'd they even bring him into Saved by the I Bell? Do you even know? Man, that's out that West Coast agent stuff, <laughs> man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew the answer, but I know I don't. But he liked it. He loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, you're the best, man. I listen to you every morning, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you.